0: <laughs> uh, well, 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 welcome
1: to yes honey, yes honey, a podcast celebrating
0: people who are healthy, happy, and whole. Thank you for every single day that you give us an inspiration word. Yes, honey, it's inspiration in a word. And now here's your host, JD, the Diva. No one can do that, yes, honey, like you. Do it, do it, JD. Yes, honey. Woo! Y'all gotta clap. Thank you all. This is the very first video podcast of yes Honey, and we have something to really talk about. It's, big, it's a big deal. So it is commonly not diagnosed, the most commonly diagnosed, non-skin cancer in American men. It is the second leading cancer, a cause of cancer death, and American Cancer Society says one out of seven men will be diagnosed with prostate cancer in their lifetime. prostate cancer patients have no symptoms. So early detection is critical. And so that's what we're talking about today. We're talking about prostate cancer, um, especially as it pertains to black men, African-American men. So I want you to meet our guest first on my left. He is a national comedian. Uh, Dave Martin is his name. He's also an actor and a writer. And I have shared with the doctor that you used to be in a singing group, which is how I know you.
1: Showed it, showed <laughs> it, used to be in a singing group called and Debonair, that's
0: right. Debonair. We go
1: way back, we go back, we go back We
0: there. do go way back. And he is also a prostate cancer survivor.
2: Yeah. I don't like to use that word. Warrior. Beater.
0: There you go. And we can say that, mm-hmm. for sure.
2: Thriver. Thriver, oh, I like
0: yes. that even better. the accent, say it yes. again. Thriver,
2: Thriver. absolutely. <laughs> Thriver.
0: He yeah. is. I like that. Dr. Uh, Shahidi, he is an oncologist, 17 years in hematology and oncology. I it's am not. now
2: with oncologist Specialist of Charlotte. Oh.
0: And uh, he's voted one of the top oncologists, actually, in Charlotte by Charlotte Magazine. Did you know that?
2: Hey, man, thank you. <laughs> that means he's good. That means he's good because he's authored
0: several uh, medical articles published in peer reviewed uh, medical journals. He's been the lead investigator uh, for several trials, and um, he's married. With four kids, Correct. right? Correct. And you love to sing, I understand?
2: I do sing in Arabic language. I wish I sing in English language, <laughs> but I love singing. Is that I your
1: do. way of trying to say you don't want to sing?
2: Because <laughs> <laughs> we can still tell if
1: you can sing, oh, if you, I understand. I know. Right? right?
0: Well, welcome both of you guys. I appreciate <laughs> Thank you. you being here. I think this is a really important topic. And, and Dave, I have to, to bring it up that we started talking about this because he called me one day. He was so ecstatic, and he That's was right. like,
1: Janine,
0: I beat prostate cancer! That's right. And I was like, what?
1: Jumping through the phone.
0: I know. Jumping and through so, the phone. so, let's talk about your experience. Can you share with everyone what that was like? Um, how'd you find where, out?
1: Where, should, where, where shall I start? Where do you want me to start?
0: From the beginning. When the, did you know you had prostate cancer?
1: From the beginning. January January 2018 mm-hmm. is when I got the diagnosis. I actually got my, um, my biopsy done in December of 2017. But... January of twenty eighteen is when the doctor looked at me and he said, Yeah, you do have cancer. So I had been uh, you know, ongoing getting my getting my PSA checked, which is which is the that determining factor for men as far as if you're at risk for prostate cancer. So I had been getting that checked ever since I was forty, actually since I was thirty eight, because um, my dad had it about thirty years ago and he caught it early, knocked it right out. Okay. And so um, I knew I already knew that because um, I have a, a natural path as, as well as my primary care doctor, I already knew that men are supposed to start at age 50, and if it's in your family or you're African American, right. to knock it back to 45, and, right. it, and if you check both boxes, to knock it back to 40. So when I met my natural path at 38, she was like, "Well, you're close enough. Let's go ahead and get it, get, and it, get it, let's get it done." Right. So I had been used to getting my prostate numbers or my prostate checked every year. I see. So in 2017. Um, the numbers, the PSA started to tick up.
2: Tell us PSA. I'm, I don't know what that is.
1: I, doc, I can't remember what PSA stands for. Yes,
2: it stands for prostate specific antigen. This there is like go. a marker for prostate cancer. I go. see. Yeah. And
0: so when they check that, what actually happens? Is that when the cough takes place?
2: Usually it depends on the level of the of the PSA because right. normally we might, there is normal PSA in normal prostate. So it depends on the level of the, of the PSA and also the what we call uh, the speed of the increase of the psa is right. going up significantly compared to the year before—that kind of a warning sign that right. something needs to be done. And that's what was
1: happening in my yeah. case.
2: So, sign.
1: so I'd say before 2017, my PSAs were still—they were under four—is what I'm saying. So mm-hmm. zero to four means you're—you know—you're—you're you're good. Okay. But in 2017, um, and mind you, I was getting physical or blood work, full panel blood work done twice a year instead of once a year. Okay. I've been doing that for a few years. So in early 2017, I can't remember, March, February, somewhere in there, it ticked up to say maybe like 5.1, 5.2, somewhere in there. And, and my and my, and my naturopath and my doctor was immediately like, okay, this, right. this is a red right. flag right here. Mm-hmm. So she said, we're going to go back and check it. She said, I want, I want to check it again in 60 days. We checked it again in 60 days. It had ticked up to some more. She said, look.
0: Wow. So it was slowly ticking up, it, it was, which is not what we wanted,
1: It was, right? was kind of quickly ticking up, okay. actually. And so she was like, look, um, if this gets anywhere near an eight, I need you to schedule an appointment with the urologist, and you probably need to get a biopsy, and they're going to probably want you to get a biopsy. It kept ticking up, and so I scheduled the appointment with the urologist, and we got a biopsy. And January 2018 is when I found out that I had prostate cancer.
2: Dave, wow. did you have symptoms, like any issues zero. with,
1: no symptoms? No zero. symptoms that, at all. When, yeah. you, when you read, everything you read was spot on. You Most of the time in my, because, you know, once you have something like prostate cancer, you you know, you go down every rabbit hole. Right, right. So, you know, I probably can talk about it as well as most of the doctors at this point. And you generally don't have symptoms, as I understand, doc, until probably stage four with some people, or, or, right. or at least stage three, but I had zero, nothing. No blood wow. in my urine. No pain in urinating. Nothing. Just nothing regular. You just yeah, feel yeah, healthy regularly.
0: and you feel energized. Yeah. And is that normal? Is that normally how it is?
2: Very normal. As you mentioned in your introduction, most of the patients they have no symptoms, and we don't like to see symptoms for prostate cancer because sometimes it could be really advanced stage, yeah. whether it's stage oh. three or four. Yeah. Wow. So,
1: yeah.
0: yeah. So yeah. the yeah. only way to detect it is early. Is early, is, early is a is a
1: the, um, a PSA test. So so this is the thing that you hear so many men say. Oh. I don't. I don't want to get my pe my, my prostate checked, which is the physical exam. Okay. Which
0: because is,
1: it's more which than is, just the
0: physical exam, which right? Which is
1: substantially uncomfortable, which most men shy away from or, or don't right. like. Yeah. But the the I'll say, as far as my experience, the most important factor is that PSA number. That PSA number tells it all, because when a doctor is giving you a physical to see if your prostate is enlarged or if it feels. Um, I think, doctors said if it feels kind of tough or whatnot. Like nodules. Mine felt bad. perfectly normal. Really? Even after I had cancer the whole time. So that mm-hmm. wasn't going to show nothing for yeah, me. Yeah. But that PSA number? That so I tell guys, I say, good. hey, man, if you don't want to go see the doctor and get your prostate checked, at least get the blood test and mm-hmm. get the PSA done regularly. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Well, Dr. Shahadi, how prevalent is prostate cancer. And do you see this a lot, especially I, I, with African-American I, men who come absolutely. to I
2: Absolutely. Mean, I mean, it happens that I have a lot of interest in prostate cancer for many years. Mm-hmm. And uh, it's very common cancer, as you mentioned, probably the most common cancer in men after mm-hmm. skin cancer. Mm-hmm. Uh, fortunately, you know, most of the time, if discovered early, it is curable. And also, it depends on the patient age and, you know, you know, issues and comorbidities. I mean, patients who are a little bit older, sometimes the PSA can be like a double-edged sword because sometimes we overreact to increase in PSA in certain patients. But for Dave's story, he's a young guy and with the family history, I think it's very relevant. I wanna raise this issue that, you know, you're right, African-American men, you know, their prostate cancer risk is higher and unfortunately tend to be a little bit more aggressive than Caucasian population. So it's very important to screen for prostate cancer. And if you remember, 10 years ago, there was a huge controversy about the age of screening for prostate cancer, even to that degree that like a major organization in the United States called Task Force for Screening, mm-hmm. they actually recommended against PSA screening for men. And, that, yeah. and it created a lot of row, you know, and a lot of controversy, but mm-hmm. recently they kind of changed it. So it's kind of individual decision between patient and doctor, but if you have, you know, history of prostate cancer, and specifically from African-American Ameri- African, uh, origin or ethnicity, mm-hmm. we, we, you know, we, we like to do a screening at the age of 40. Yeah. So for, yeah. For David, I think he did the right thing, you know, with, with his history.
0: What kinds of conversations, though, do you have to have with these men who are shying away from getting tested? Like, what is, the, what is the selling point? How do you say, you need to do this because you could be at risk of having prostate cancer? What's that conversation like?
2: I mean, that's good dis- discussion because usually as oncologists we see these patients a bit later, but that discussion usually happens between the urologist and, and the patient or the primary care and the patient. We tell patients, you know, the best thing to cure cancer if it's discovered in the earliest stages. Because the cancer word for patient is like, it's a relic- like death, you know, it's very concerning. Yeah. So we tell them if you discover the cancer, even any kind of cancer, particular prostate cancer, stage 1, 2, mm-hmm. the vast majority of the time is is, is treated and cured, you know, effectively. And the best thing is to treat the patient with the minimum side effects and probably we're gonna talk about the treatment, et cetera. Yeah, we mm-hmm. are. I
0: wanna talk about how mm-hmm. prevalent it is though because I was talking to someone and um, my understanding was for African American women, when you talk about fibroid tumors, and we're gonna be talking mm-hmm. about that mm-hmm. soon, um, this is equivalent to that for men is it as
2: prevalent? Remember, as prevalent? fibroid is a, is a benign tumor. I will give the analogy of breast cancer. Yes. Mm-hmm. Like one out of eight women will get breast cancer in her lifetime, Okay. like 12, 12%. Uh, mm-hmm. like for men, it's about 14%, 15% risk of having prostate cancer in their lifetime. So it's about 180,000 cases of prostate cancer diagnosed in the United States. And for, to put the numbers in perspective, 25 to probably to 30,000 men in the United States will die from prostate cancer. So it is substantial number of yeah. patients.
1: Get it yeah. checked early, early, early. <laughs> yes, that's yes. why I'm here. That's why I'm the run right of my mouth. Get it yeah. checked. Yeah, and do yeah. most
0: know it? Like, could you have it and just not know it?
1: Yeah. It's, I mean, that's yeah, that's true. I had it and didn't know it until they until they came back with the results from the biopsy. Yeah, you so can sy- have it and not
2: know it. Symptoms important, you know. Family history is extremely important. Yeah. And there is link between like. I mean, this is like a huge topic, you know between family history of, of breast cancer and prostate cancer, especially mm-hmm. in, in, in men. You know, there's certain mutation that can increase risk of breast cancer in women, but if you find that the mutation like BRCA1, BRCA2 in, in men, it can increase the risk of uh, prostate cancer substantially. Wow. So it's very important to know the family history.
0: Get checked, bottom line. So you had treatment. So what was the next step? You found out you had it.
1: So I found out what? I found out that I so this is then the same visit, you know, I'm sitting there with the with the doctor and um he he said, Well, you know, we can we can get you in right away for uh for a prostatectomy. and I said, am I saying that right, Doc? Prostatectomy, yes. Prostatectomy, yeah, it's
0: it's hard. Anything to say. ectomy. It's, like
1: the, it's, the, it's the it's <laughs> the removal of the prostate, uh right. ladies and gentlemen, that's what it is. And he said, um so he goes into this spiel about um, he said because at your age, we don't recommend because you're younger. We don't recommend Radiation or chemo or anything of that sort we recommend um, The surgery and I've always been someone I love doctors, but I'm always someone who asked a ton of questions You know, I have a mouth and I was sitting there and I was like, okay well, Give me I don't even need the little the upside. Give me the downsides. Yeah. That's all i am We don't even need to talk about the upside <laughs> Give me the downsides and he starts talking and he says everything real nice and you know, he's like, well, you know, for a while, you know, you're gonna, not going to have any, any use of um of your man parts. And I said, okay. Any what, use what of this, your man parts. What does for a while mean, Doc? <laughs> <laughs> for a while. Um, I need I need a number. I need days. I need months. What does that mean? <laughs> and he continues to talk. And then he says that, you know, you know, you may have incontinence. I said, oh, a diaper. <laughs> you know, incontinence, a diaper. So I said, you know, and, and he's still talking around and talking around it. And I stopped him, and I said, Doc, I looked him right in his face, and I said, are you telling me that my is not going to work? <laughs> Just like that. I said, I need a yes or no, bro. I'm not married yet. I'm still substantially handsome. Um, you are. I, <laughs> yeah, that's, yeah. I and my parents didn't have no ugly babies, Doc. You didn't have no ugly babies. You know you know what I'm talking about. So I looked him right in his face, and I said, hey, man, I need to know, you know, is, are we, are we going to be good or not? Right. And he, and he goes, now this is a yes or no question. I need a yes or no answer. And he goes, whoa, 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 Mr. Martin, wait, you know, that's a bit hard. Whoa, 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 I don't need harsh and all that. I need yes or no, Doc. I said it again. Is my going to work or not? And what did he say? And he says, well, we don't like to term that. I said, you know what, Doc? You're not giving me You're not giving me a, a, a yes or no, which means um Yes, that's what it means to me, that it sounds like it ain't going to work. So I got up, and I started walking out of the office, and he's chasing me down the hall. Dog, you know how it is when we're in the office, <laughs> and we leave the office, but he you're, still, you're Dave, still in the back.
2: Dave, come back. It's going to work. in the back.
1: And, and, and here's the, here I am walking, and it's kind of a scene because we're not, we're not a scene, but people can see me walking clearly oh, agitated. Right. And and yeah. not happy,
2: slash, yeah. with the answer,
1: yeah, uh, just agitated and slash angry. And he's r- walking behind me trying to explain. And i and i I said, Look, I am not gonna get the surgery. And he goes, oh, but Mr. Martin, this is this is dangerous. Um, you, I said, I heard all that. You you could die, you could die. I said, Oh, let me get this straight. First of all, I'm not gonna die because that's just the power of my, of my mind. I, I never, I never even succumbed to that. I never believed that. Like you said, a lot of people hear cancer and they think death. I never thought that way. You know, that's a whole nother video show it right is, there absolutely. about the power of the mind. But anyway, I was like, I'm not gonna die. My mama's not gonna bury me. I'm gonna bury my mama the way it's supposed to go. And I was like and I'm um, not
0: having a surgery.
1: I'm not having a surgery. And then and I said, and you telling me if I have the surgery, that it's a very good okay. chance that my junk ain't gonna work, <laughs> which means that's dead. They the same to me. Dead or dead? <laughs> same. Ah, same. Same, same. <laughs> Same, same. Oh I need God. to I need to find a wife. How's that gonna work? How's that gonna work to I me? Mean, right. Hey, I mean Listen. I'm really feeling you and I'm gonna bring my toothbrush overnight. I know we we're making the light
0: of it, we're making it's funny right. how you're telling it, but I'm sure that is a fear for most men. It was it was a how, serious realistic? thing. Obviously it's, it's a real thing, and so how do you escape that? How do you how do you provide optimism and what is treatment? I think it's very right. important
2: also when, when we sit with patients to give them the options of the treatment. Mm-hmm. There are many options to treat prostate cancer. And by the way, it's very important to know that the stage of the prostate cancer and the grade of the prostate cancer, I'm sure Dave, when you had the diagnosis, they're talking about the PSA, the Gleason score. Yeah, Probably yeah. they have done imaging studies to make sure the cancer yeah, my was Yeah Gleason, ca-
1: My Gleason's were 7
2: and 8. 1-7. That's, that's kind of intermediate. And, yeah, intermediate. And I'm sure you had the scans and bone mm-hmm. scans right. to make sure the cancer didn't spread to the lymph nodes. Right. So this is a, a, a big issue, especially for young, yeah. uh, for young men, you know. Absolutely. Uh, I mean, surgery has complications. But lately, Dave, I think... The surgical techniques improved a lot. Uh, they do one called robotic surgery. Right. But you're he right. Tell me about the, all that. There's still issues with erectile dysfunction, incontinence, and these days they try to kind of minimize the nerve injury during surgery. So, right. surgery, if you look at it, actually, the outcome these days is, is not that bad. Actually, most of the patients probably will maintain their uh, you know, erection and you know, continence. Maybe on the short term, in the first few months, you might lose it, but you regain it down the road. So Same. it is not usually that bad. But, again, the other options should be discussed with patients. Maybe we'll talk about that, including right. yes. radiation and HIFU and, you know, ablation. The, the other options were not discussed with Yeah, I mean, that's, that's very important <laughs> to have that discussion with patients because Absolutely. there are always options.
0: So that's the key. There yeah. are options. Correct. So you can opt for surgery. That's yes. one option. Option two would be what? You mentioned high foam and i think that's what you had mm-hmm. yeah the this is kind care. of some
2: form of ultrasound kind of treatment confined yes. to the area of the prostate you know remember i think we're still behind in treating prostate cancer we mm-hmm. kind of remove the whole prostate with surgery versus like when you look at breast cancer in women we used to do mastectomy now no we do a lumbectomy and mm-hmm. preserve the breast i think i think down the road probably we're moving in that direction yeah. with with the new technology mris etc that they can focus maybe the the radiation or the ultrasound or the ablation, whatever you call it, cryoablation, or radiofrequency ablation, mm-hmm. you know, to the, like the tumor itself. So, yeah. but i still, from the surgical point of view, still the, the standard is to do prosthetic to me. but there are other options that probably David, you know, uh, received in the past. Mm-hmm. So what did you get done?
1: Um, well, I did not get the surgery. You did not get the surgery. Um, We're well aware of that. It, yeah, and so, and so for the next three and a half years, um, I was, Treating my cancer holistically through my naturopath and um, some other people that I found in Tennessee who who do that sort of thing and they, and they specialize in it because mm-hmm. because I want to make it clear to everybody I was not told about high food when I hit when when I was and let's talk about what that taught. is high intensity
0: focused ultrasound yes
1: mm-hmm. okay um he he just like he said it's, it's it's high intensity ultrasound waves that they shoot at the prostate mm-hmm. it blows the cancer up in the prostate it does not damage. Um, any of the surrounding tissue. It does not damage the man parts. You understand? And um, <laughs> it's outpatient. Yeah. No, no, no radiation, no chemo. Um, I had a, I had a catheter um, for literally five days, and not the catheter that your granddaddy used to have. Not that one. They have different ones now. Because <laughs> I mean, you know, when you talk about a catheter, men go, "Ooh." Yeah. No, they didn't we have did a, catheter. They had a catheter. Ouch. That, they had a yeah. catheter that yeah. went into my abdominal wall. You familiar with that? Um, mm. And it, it, no pain at all, I had okay. I had no pain medicine or anything after the procedure.
2: So okay. this is three, three years ago? So, been, so,
1: so so, for about three and a half years, I didn't find out about HIFU okay. until August of last year. And then I had the procedure on November 5th.
2: Yes. Yeah, it's a relatively new treatment. Yeah. And then sometimes we run into uh, kind of insurance coverage, to be honest with you. Right. So, but there's, it's, it's kind of emerging treatment, mm-hmm. you know, uh, that you're all just doing these days. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah, wow. the insurance and, and and so radiologists together, you
1: know. Right. Yes. Yeah, the insurance. Um, I checked. The insurance does not cover it. Um, it was it was started in two thousand one, mm-hmm. and um, my doctor um, who did who performed it on me. Awesome, awesome, awesome. Doctor Samuel Parisman. Awesome, awesome guy. He's been doing it for about seventeen years. It got um, it got approved by the FDA in twenty fifteen. So before that, he was going to other countries, and you know, wow. people would fly to him, and he was performing the, the procedure. But um, it got approved in the U.S. in 2015, mm-hmm. so he's been performing it here since then. He's right here in Charlotte. He's phenomenal. Yeah.
2: This, he's just phenomenal. a great, I know him. I work with him. Do
0: you? Yeah, yeah. Prevention. Is there any way to prevent prostate cancer?
2: Actually, there is prevention. You know, patients with high risk of prostate cancer, you know, especially maybe high PSA, and, you know, there are treatments called finasteride or what are we'll called alpha-reductase inhibitors.
0: So we were talking about prevention. So, what have you done differently, Dave? Have you changed your lifestyle any since prostate diagnosis? Um, I mean, I
1: mean, I'll I'll say no because I mean, my um, my diet has always been.